0: Well, hello, and welcome to More Like Him, a podcast about everyday moments with God. Today, we are talking with my wonderful friend, Ash Anderson, again. And today, we're talking about something which is truly unique. I've never met anyone else who can share this part of their life and this kind of story. Ash, growing up, did some modeling, and then at one time became a cheerleader for Parramatta Eels. Go the Eels. Love them. Love them. (laughs) And went on to be someone who competed in Miss Teen Australia and actually won in 2006. Since then, she and her husband actually have continued their involvement in Miss Teen Australia. And it's just such an interesting part of her life to hear about and to find out how she and Jono get to be involved. So today she's going to talk with us again. So thanks for being here, Ash. Oh, thanks for having me again. Well, uh, it's my pleasure. Um, I, I really mean it when I say, I don't know anyone else who has been involved in this part of world life. Cause I know it's, you know, a lot of people are involved in either modeling or cheerleading or pageants. Is that the right term for it? hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. So how did you get involved in Miss Teen, Teen Australia?
1: I was... Uh, About 16 and I was cheerleading for the eels. My family have loved the Parramatta eels since forever. My great-grandfather, my grandfather, my dad and me Yeah. uh, like sisters, our family. We used to go to the football together, whole family, sit on the hill and watch the Mighty Eels win in the glory days. Yeah. And there was an opportunity for me to become a cheerleader. I danced my whole life, done fizzy, physical culture, which I still do and love. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, oh, this is easy. I get to go dance, which I love doing. Yeah. Watch my favorite team ever play Mm. the game I love Mm. and I get paid for it. So I was like, why not? Anyway, Anyway. I did that for about six years and absolutely loved it. And we did, we made like a calendar, a swimsuit calendar, which I look back on and think, oh my goodness, (laughs) 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 life lessons, life lessons. And At that, um, when we did the launch of this calendar, an agent came up to me and said, hey, I run this agency, I would love you to come and have a chat with me in the city. I think you should enter this pageant. I think you'd be really great at it. Dancers are often quite good at pageant type things because you have to be on stage and perform and all of that. So he said, I think you'd be really great. And I was like, oh, I wasn't really keen. And he said, oh, look, the final is in Queensland. So you'll get a free trip. You'll get to go to the theme parks and do all of this stuff. And I was like, oh, free trip and theme parks. Love yeah. those things. <laughs> <laughs> so was Oh, count me in. So I went and, yeah, it all snowballed from there. Like, yeah, just got into Miss Teen, did the did the state, got through the state and then went to the final. And everybody else, like there was a girl there who said, oh, yes, I've just come back from modelling in Milan and doing all her things. I was like, oh, well, I'm still at school and <laughs> I'm a cheerleader. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, I do fizzy. (laughs) I was just so out of place, (laughs) but yeah, ended up winning and yeah, here we are still involved. So how did Jono get involved then? So since winning, I then became like the judge the next year and you hand your crown over and all of that jazz. And then I did some choreography for the shows mm-hmm. and some mentoring for the girls and looking after them. And then I married John O. like five years after I began.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I was like, hey, I'm doing this thing. They're new, like the competitions in Fiji, like should we go? And he's like, Fiji, free holiday. Yes, let's go. <laughs> So he came along with me and I was doing the choreography for the show and he is a musician. So he's like, oh, I can do the music, like I can cut that and be the like stage guy. So we kind of worked together to create these shows and, yeah, that's how it's kind of gone from there. We've done a bit more and more and more and now we kind of run the whole stage production.
0: So what they do on stage is run by Jono and I. Wow. And what does that involve? Like, is it, are we talking months of rehearsals or we're talking, you get there a week before mm-hmm. and just teach everyone?
1: Yeah, it's like a cram session. So it's usually you get a few days mm-hmm. to work. Like- together. But we, I mean, I have been known since having children to make it up on the plane. Right. <laughs> we pick a music and we kind of decide, Jono's very good at deciding what would sound good. And he takes care of that and cuts it all and does all the stuff. But I'm a bit I've got too much going on. I don't know, mum life and you've got a thousand other things to think of before your own stuff. So yeah, Yeah. usually I make it up on the plane, but (laughs) yeah, we get a few days before sometimes if we're lucky a week and yeah, we just have like intensive rehearsals for them show and off we go. Wow. Is this televised? Like, is it, it that kind of thing? Yeah, they do, depending on where it is. So there's Miss Teen Australia, but then there's a shoot-off of that and it's called the World Supermodel Pageant Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: we do both. Okay. And so they have had the World Supermodel Pageant in Fiji and Macau and South Africa and a bunch of different places. So it takes you around a little bit.
0: Mm. What was it or what is it that you would say is at the heart of the competition that it celebrates?
1: When I very first started, it was very much centred around charity. So I had to raise so much money and I had to appear at different events. I chose to do um, Bernardo's children's charity. And so I'm still friends with kids that I met all those years ago that are now grown ups and have kids of their own, some of them. And um, they're like, hey, that was the best when we went on the bus and you took us to an Eels game. And so... Like I think, uh, I don't know, like pageants and things I'm very conflicted with, but I feel like you can use it as a platform for change for others. Yeah. And what's kept us in it, I feel like that's kept me in it. Mm. Um, I like it's a way that you can reach people and vulnerable people. Like I myself had taken on a lot of modelling things and actually fallen away from God at that point in my life. Mm. And I came back to God and it changed my whole perspective on that life and what I could do with it. So, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of vulnerable people, people who are lost, people who are chasing something that's not going to fulfill them. So you can really reach a lot of people in that industry.
0: mm. So this yeah this gets at where I was about to go in how you as a christian are reflecting on what they celebrate and what the pageants involve and that kind of thing yeah so it's a pageant like it, it's
1: it's very superficial <laughs> you could say and it's very it's not the kind of industry that reflects a lot of god so i feel like pageants celebrate people they celebrate who you are as a as a person and how you look more emphasis on how you look than the person to be honest and I guess as a Christian um, helping these girls like through through these things it's been really important for me to be honest and I think I said in another podcast with you that um, God has taught me to be more honest yeah when they come to me with they've got a whole lot of life stories and some of them are really sad and horrible and
0: Mm -hmm. um,
1: some are really lovely but I've been able to be really honest about where we've come from and what we think and I've actually met some really lovely Christian people along the way and it's been really special to have Chats with them that other people that aren't Christians witness. So, yeah, just conversations about where God's led them, why they're here. Yeah, and it's been really special to see them witness to other girls who might not have been exposed to that ever in their lives. It's all about
0: planting seeds, right? That's right. Yeah. So does that enable you then to have conversations about what you would say is valuable in life and in each other? Yeah. And
1: I think it's been important because a lot of them, sometimes if things don't go their way or they, I think a lot of value is placed on how you look. And I think it's been really important to place more value while I'm there on the relationships that you have. So I'm like, you might not win this thing. You might not, you know, whatever, but Think about the relationships you have. You're going to make these amazing friends out of this, you know, trying to foster a different path for them rather than just putting an emphasis on how they look, but an emphasis on how they would
0: feel and the friendships that they're gaining. Mm, That's really good. It's interesting, I imagine, for you now as a mum thinking about uh, the way you talk about value and what's important in your kids' lives and then re-entering into that world. I imagine that's quite a switch for you.
1: Yeah, it has been. I think I've found it easier as I've gotten along because now I have had kids tag along with me mm-hmm. Um And then I think I've spoken to you before about how kids are just brutally honest Mm. and they say whatever they're thinking or whatever they're feeling. And a lot of our home life is all centered on God. So of course, that's going to come up in a conversation. So Yeah. yeah, it's changed things. I mean... The last time we went was pre-COVID and it was in Tasmania and I only took Adelaide who was a baby. So she wasn't evangelising to the whole production team. But yeah. you're definitely a different person when you're with your kids and you're definitely a different person as you walk along your path with God. So, yeah, I think they've seen me change and grow Mm. Through my time with them. And the owner of the production, he often will message me and say, Oh, you know, they have had some issues falling pregnant and they have had like a whole lot of things go along with that for them as a couple. And he said, Oh, can you please pray? We've got an appointment. Or yeah, just things like that. He'll mm. he'll message me and ask me to pray for him. And I'm like, That's really cool that you would think to message me to pray for you. That's yeah. really nice.
0: That's an amazing, I mean, as you were saying, you encourage the girls to think about the relationships that they've built and gained through being involved. And in your involvement, you've also built relationships which people now would identify as, well, I can go to Ash and I can go to Jono and ask them to pray because I know that about them, that they will pray and that they believe God can work. And so here's this situation in my life where I don't know what's going to actually make a difference, but I'm going to ask them to pray. That's really cool. Yeah, Yeah, it's been really special to watch. Have you seen uh, moments where you know that God has been at work, particularly as you're there and uh, relating to these teenagers and their families?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of hairy moments. As you can imagine, you get a group of like maybe 30 to 50 girls that are all competing. It's quite tense and, you know, dresses don't go right and somebody said something to someone else and there's a lot of things that can happen, especially when you throw in that they're teenagers usually. There's just a lot going on there and then you throw in a bunch of mums and dads that are trying to support their children but they're not fully involved because we're doing stuff and they're not privy to that, but until later. So it's just a, re- it's a cocktail for drama. Yeah. Um, And I feel like when emotions are running in those situations, I found it really grounding to be the calm amongst the chaos Mm. and just get God to (laughs) calm me down, like when things go wrong, Mm. so that when I enter a situation and try and deal with it with them, I'm not carrying on like a headless chook they can feel a bit more at ease. I've been able to have conversations with parents saying, oh, how are you so calm right now? And I'm like, oh, because God is really helping me right now. I've been praying (laughs) for some patience Um, and they're just like, oh, yeah, cool, cool. Sometimes they're not receptive to that. Sometimes they're just like, oh, yeah, all right. But I'm planting a seed. They know that I'm calm because of God. So in all of the situations where there's a bit of drama, if I can be a little bit calm, a little bit loving, yeah. And even when you meet people that are running the events, like I have now a really great friend who runs one of the resorts that we stayed at a few times for a pageant and she will still message me talking about praying for things and how she's going with her walk as a Christian. And it's really nice to have formed a a connection with someone just through working with them. Mm. Um, Yeah, and we both, yeah, message about praying for things. She sent me things when I've had kids and when floods happen, she messages, she lives in a different country. But yeah, it's just been really nice to have a connection with someone through God. God connecting us over water
0: absolutely, and in a in an avenue that maybe you wouldn't normally expect to be able to build those beautiful moments of Christian fellowship,
1: yeah, exactly, yeah, and the owners of the production company um live in another country as well, so I feel like it's given me little branches across yeah. the world um, that you can connect with so it's it's really great
0: that's really amazing. What is it that you would say, I mean, because you've had lots of different exposure to, I guess, different ways that people try and find their value. Mm -hmm. What is it that you would say you've learnt through all of that in defining how you understand value now?
1: I guess I've found different value in myself through my journey from Being the Parramatta Eagles cheerleader to being Miss Teen Australia to being a wife to being a mum, like my value has changed of myself in that time. I've looked at myself differently because Mm -hmm. I've been trying to look at how I live and what I place value in. And when you read the Bible, I think something that has kept me going there's a verse in Matthew, it's um, therefore go and make disciples of all nations. And I found that going, going to these places, going to these things where things are hard and you have a bit of a wall there Mm. um, from people like going and being a part of it and loving others is a great way to therefore go and make disciples. So I found value in that. I found myself. I used to value how I looked and how I acted and the things I did as my value. And I think when I turned away from God, that's where I I put all my value. I was always trying to be the best, you know, the best looking person and like I would maintain myself and do all of the things, but I always felt so horrible on the inside and it wasn't until, yeah, I took back God in my heart that I felt valued
0: from the inside. Mm, That's really, really important, right? And these girls are still at such a... I mean, I want to say tender age and then I feel like a grandma for using that phrase, but no, they are. Not a grandma They are their babies. <laughs> yeah. A couple of weeks ago at the play group that I'm involved in, we looked at the story of King David and how God specifically chose him despite all the things that anyone else would consider to be the markers of a king you know strength or height or age or wisdom or you know battle victories or any of those kinds of things there's a verse a great verse that god speaks to samuel and and tells him that david is the one and he says don't consider his appearance or his height for i have rejected him this is his brother the lord does mm-hmm. not look at the things people look at people look at outward appearance but the lord looks at the heart And we were talking with the kids who are all really, really young, but really trying to, again, as you say, plant the seed that the things that God values are not the things that man values. And the things that we can value in each other also can be different and shaped by someone other than, you know, the beauty industry or pageants or whatever. Yeah, I think that's what I keep hearing every time you're talking about how you're trying to encourage the girls that they can value other things. I keep coming back to that verse too.
1: Yeah, that's amazing and an amazing um, part of the Bible where it talks about, yeah, looking inward instead of outward. And, yeah, it's something that the pageant industry or any kind of industry in that, you know, TV, um, modelling, dance, all of that, you it's very much all outward. And it's that's not where all the beauty is, right? No. Beautiful people and, yeah, I feel like God knows your heart. And once you know your heart you can you can show that to others
0: yeah, absolutely. How would you say that you 've seen God shape you as you 've been involved in pageants and modeling and cheerleading? Has he made you more like him yeah i've i've grown a lot.
1: I think the years in pageantry have seen the best and worst of me. (laughs) So I feel like it's been a real journey, but I feel like God has used my experience and he's helped me become someone that can help others or direct them to him Mm
0: -hmm. through
1: this work. And I feel like that's been a big thing for Jono and I. We've been able to have conversations. We've been able to plant seeds. We've been able to form connections, build relationships around him that have lasted for 15 years. Like it's been a long time. Mm. Um, yeah, he's shaped us into being people that can reflect Jesus' love in a place where it's hard to do that. Yeah, and he's made us confident and honest in doing that.
0: That's amazing. It is a really genuinely unique and amazing opportunity you have each time you get to go and be a part of that. And I'm really thankful that God's um, planted some Christians in that industry, in that place, because, yeah, I can only imagine the conversations that you get to have with many, many different people and, as you're saying, people from all different kinds of backgrounds and experiences in their lives, not to even to mention the adults who are involved in the production company and and mm. things like that it's truly amazing
1: yeah it's pretty it's pretty unique I mean and there's a lot of mental health things that arise in that kind of industry so you're dealing with a lot of um, anxious people or you know yeah people that are not quite in a great headspace I feel it's an industry that kind of breeds that so yeah. it's yeah it's a time where you can talk to people because they're searching
0: yeah yeah. If you're going to say something was your joy in being able to be involved, what would it be?
1: I mean, we have a great time, John and I. <laughs> we get we get free holidays. It's a great time for us to connect because, you know, when you've got three kids, holidays are very limited, right? Um, yeah. And time away. So it gives us a chance to be together, gives us a chance to have some fun, and it gives us a chance to form relationships. And that's what we love. Jono and I are very relationship driven people. We love talking. We love being with people. So yeah, it's given us a great chance to to do that together,
0: which is really fun. Yeah, and I imagine as well it also gives you a a really great opportunity to just appreciate the ways that God's made you and gifted you each and you get to see them in action because it's not all that often you get to go with your spouse and see them in action doing their thing and using their gifts.
1: Yeah, it's pretty fun and it's really great to watch Jono do something different. He's a builder. He has a very highly stressful job. Um, And when we go away and do these things, he is just, so happy having so much fun he's in his music he's planning stage things and he's just it's really great to see him joyful in that time it's really great
0: that's so cool well thank you for sharing all of that with us ash i feel like yeah we've gained an insight into a world that i don't think i'm likely to be involved in but i'm really thankful that you are because of the (laughs) way that you're able to go and love and serve those kids and those families It's made me think back actually listening to you talk today on a phrase that I've got it on my wall here actually and it just says, looking back with gratitude and looking forward with faith. And Mm. so often it's just so encouraging when you can hear someone who is looking back on their life and able to be thankful for the ways that God's used it and worked through different moments in their life to bring them to where they are And then also when you're looking forward in faith, that God's going to continue to use it and the other opportunities and and parts of their life where God's shaping you and still working. It's a really cool mindset to have. Yeah. And we can't forget as well that all those rough edges we feel like are part of our story could be rough edges that are really important for someone else to be able to hear about too. And uh, it might actually help them see a way out of where they're at at the moment. A way forward. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that journey and your thoughts about what it means to be a Christian and to have value that is different than the, I guess, the culture that you're working in in that moment. I'm sure there's lots of people who are listening right now and thinking, yeah, that's true of my workplace or that's true of my family life as well, that I kind of have something that is so important to me that is countercultural to where, mm. I'm, where I am. Um, And thank you for sharing the way that God has enabled you to just be a presence and someone people will know is ready to pray or is ready to talk and can also be an example of how you find calm in the chaos. (laughs) I can imagine also that that's, yeah, a characteristic that has translated very nicely into being in lockdown and being flooded in with your kids right now yeah so great am <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> calm patient <laughs> that's right yeah well i will be continuing to thank god that you're a part of this ministry it really is an outreach for you and for Jono each time you go oh thanks katie i appreciate you uh you're very welcome for those of you who are listening i hope you've heard some uh interesting things i'm sure you've heard some interesting things And I also hope you've been really encouraged by the way that God has shaped and enabled Jono and Ash to grow in their own personal faith and maturity, but also the ways that they're then able to go and continue serving without so much being a part of that world of pageantry, but being there and helping others to see an alternate way that you can view yourself and the value that God has given you as part of his creation. I hope that today you are encouraged and challenged and moved to be thankful to God for the ways that he's working in you as well. Until next time, take care.